like beer? Beer. Do you like rock and roll? I'm allergic to penicillin. Do you like drunk Australian? Beer. Do you like interviews with bands exploring facets of entertainers' lives best left to the imagination and possibly not presented on a radio show? I don't know where this is going. Jump on rogueintel.com forward slash remedial. machine which you have built upon which we stand will bring an end to the senate to their cherished fleet and all remaining systems will bow to the powerful nerd cast and will remember this as the last day of the republic wow cory you sold it that's right you sound- i sold it like fucking general hux and star wars the force awakens i fucking love that speech and i've been wanting to reference it for so long because i think it's one of those instances where you watch something in a movie where it seems like it's going to be like a really epic speech and it's almost so over the top that it's almost comical well i could just feel that you were a pissed off redhead as you were doing that <laughs> I, I could just feel it I could feel the red hairs exploding from the top of my bald skull. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Powerful Nerdcast. We have risen from the ashes like the phoenix from weeks of being on break. I think four. Yeah, it's been nearly a month, actually. We were saving up all of our podcast juices to give to you all at once. Mm, That's right. So uh, spread eagle and get ready for a great (laughs) show, guys. It's going to get intense. No con- no uh, contraception here. Uh, basically, what we have for you guys today is just another awesome episode. We have a lot of great Zika, topics. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, topics. We have things. We have many things to talk about. Actually, a lot of cool things like uh, Top 100 Comic Book Villains, why Deathstroke is an awesome villain for Batman, um, the hot new EDM track out on the internet, and so many other things. Right, Corey? That's right. And we're just coming off of Labor Day weekend, which is also really big for sports fans. Uh, I know, Christian, you're not the biggest fan of ball sports, but there are a few things I want to talk about. But we're going to start out a little differently this week. We're going to bring back a uh, treasured part of the Powerful Nerdcast, and that, of course, is Awkward Imager Readings. And I know we're not doing video this time, guys, but we will put the images on screen if you are watching this on YouTube. So yes. And for those who are just completely uninitiated basically what christian does is he finds all of these imager posts and he tries to find ones that are just completely just awkward as hell for me to read so that he can sort of gauge my reaction from those so christian what have you gathered okay let's see the first one and also the uh, goal is that Corey has to describe in detail as he's seeing these things and really the true goal is to make Corey very awkward while he reads these awkward imager readings here we go Okay, so we have our very first one. It seems to be a court case, and uh, it reads, the judge saying, anything you say will be held against you. And the boy replies with titties. The lawyer then says, fuck, he's good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, it's funny. I think it's funny, but it's like, I wonder what sort of case is really going on here that this kid just decided to fuck up by saying titties. Well, this just reminds me of the uh, Rick and Morty uh, court case hearing where they reread the, um, uh, what do you call that person that records everything, a stenographer? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. They they type out like the entire case. Yeah, so someone uh, found a funny court case and Rick and Morty dubbed it. It's pretty funny. God, and it goes on for 10 minutes. It's so good. It's ridiculous. Okay. Okay, there we go. Nice little start here. Yeah, easy start. 
Okay. <laughs> I can't even, like, read this thing without laughing. Guys, this is a straight-up naked black man. <laughs> and he's just hanging out by uh, what is obviously a pretty beautiful ocean, but it says, when you're waiting outside the shower for the water to warm up. <laughs> what the fuck, Christian? A lot of these are like... Uh, I'm going to be honest. Because I don't want our video to get taken down, I'm not including this image, but here, let me just paint it for you. This is like this beautiful-looking island with this crystal-clear blue water, and standing at the edge of this dock is just this huge black dude who's just completely naked. I am staring right at his ass. We got side boob. <laughs> we got muffin top. And he's just waiting for the shower. Christian, uh, for the future, no more of these. Oh, I'm going to do whatever this I want. Just okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Okay, so we clearly have a baby who is... Who's naked, being... which you're okay with this time. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we have a baby uh, who I'm, I'm guessing this is the christening. Uh, I think it's called baptism. Corey. Or the baptism. You know, I'm not a super religious person, but this, there's this old dude, and he's just dunking this baby in this holy water. And at the top, it reads, "Talk, you son of a bitch." <laughs> this is funny. This is probably one of the funniest ones you've ever like brought up. Just cause... this one's actually pretty famous. I'm surprised you hadn't seen it. <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I, I tend not to go hunting for memes too often. I am a meme connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Dank memes. Okay, so uh, next one. We have a really creepy individual-looking guy here. Uh, Wyoming man found with 30 eyeballs in his anal cavity. Jesus Christ. Look at the uh, Facebook and then, comment. And uh, then we have Brian Gee, uh, who says, I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but like now I'm more concerned with the fact that there's some fucking serial killer who has shoved eyeballs into his asshole. Like, Look, what dude. the fuck? Fuck some guys are into missionary, some are into doggy style, you know, some like their prostate works, and some, some people like 30 eyeballs in their anal cavity. I guess everyone needs a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's this is genuinely fucked up. Let's move on to the next one. I'm a little disturbed. All right, so we got some guy who's working up into an attic. It looks like he's laying down some insulation, um, and it says, Having penetrated the protective exoskeleton, a wily hunter harvests the succulent house meat within... <laughs> Uh, somebody's got to do it. Uh, it's so funny because it would look like he's pulling it out instead of putting it in, you know? Yeah, it, it certainly does. It's, it's just next one. It's, you know, it's, it's not as bad as the eyeballs and the asshole. I'll say that. That's going to be tough to, uh, to top. All right, next we have what apparently is Godzilla on a fucking four-wheeler. And it says, do not attempt, to which uh, Magic Mazic says, if I had the chance to race Godzilla on four-wheelers, you wouldn't be able to fucking stop me. <laughs> I remember this. Isn't this a Snickers commercial? I think it was, like, it was either a Snickers commercial or some sort of snack food commercial where, like, all these people were out on, like, ATVs and dune buggies and shit riding across the desert. But it's fucking, it, it's Godzilla. Yeah, like he was like one of the bros hanging out. Yeah. Doing motorsports. Um oh wait, 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 wait. No, no, now I remember. I think this was uh it was the Godzilla promotional uh material they had for the movie that was coming out. And they just made it seem like, you know, Godzilla's actually really cool to hang out with, but when he's hungry, he transforms into like a giant monster. Oh, yeah, it's it's you're not who you are 
when you're hungry sort yeah. of campaign. Little little random thing before we move on to the next one. Uh, this reminds me of the climactic scene from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, oh God. where Pee-wee is uh, at the movie studio and he's trying to escape from all of the security guards. And in doing so, he keeps running through all of these different movie sets, which is causing all sorts of damage. And one of the movie sets he runs through is uh, a Godzilla movie that they're filming. And uh, what's really funny is he had just got done going through like a Christmas movie. So attached to these like huge security truck is Santa's sleigh, which goes through the Godzilla film and Godzilla ends up getting stuck on Santa's sleigh. And I just always remember that goofy rubber Godzilla suit and Santa Claus who are chasing after Pee Wee at the end of Pee Wee's big adventure. And I don't know why, but this reminds me of that. I am totally reminded though of that, uh, that Godzilla campaign they did with Snickers, which I honestly thought was pretty clever. So good stuff. I'm glad this one doesn't involve eyeballs and assholes. That's great. Yeah, I'm that, keeping that it. truly disturbed me. Really? I want you to know that. That and, of course, uh, the, the, the big dude hanging out at the dock completely naked. <laughs> that's from a movie, Corey. It's but not... that's a different type of uh, disturbing. But let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Pow. All right. So uh, we have uh, a, a looks like a triple chain of restaurants. You know how occasionally they, uh, they combine two fast foods in one? This one's like three. You got Pizza Hut. You got KFC. You got Taco Bell. All logos in one. And, of course, the title is A Flag More American than the american flag i find that funny i find it dark and sad i find it dark and sad of course um one taco bell's fucking disgusting uh i haven't eaten it in literally five years and i'm so proud of that i mean taco bell was one of those like places like if i ever ate there it's because i was with a group of people who wanted to go there like i never willingly said i feel like going to taco bell today and on the other fact there's so much better pizza than pizza hut Hell yeah, there is. Pizza Hut is actually kind of gross. Yes. To be honest. And like, I just don't go to chicken places anyway, not like fried chicken places. And if I go to fried chicken place, I'm not going to KFC. I'm going to Popeye's, son. That Popeye's place, is, Popeye's fucking, is awesome. fucking awesome, actually. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you know, if there's one thing little Nikki got right, it was that Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. Way better so, than KFC. So uh, here we are. So I'm guessing we're moving on to the, uh, the last, last one, one today, which is, <laughs> which is Ned Flanders. Say it like um, Ned Flanders. <laughs> When you bust a Neutrino <laughs> and she keeps slobbing the deadly. <laughs> uh. I love it, too. They got the uh, the still image of Flanders screaming, which if anybody's a big fan of The Simpsons, they know that when Flanders screams, he screams like a female. Like a female's voice comes out. Ironically, when he also sings in church, it also is the uh, the sound of like a little girl as well. It's a little strange. But there it is. Awkward. Imger readings. Imger. Imger. Whatever you want to freaking call it. The awkward readings. Like I said, we're not including the big gay black guy, but we will certainly include the post with a guy who liked to shove eyeballs up someone's ass. Talk, you son of a bitch. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. So, Moving on. Uh, Godzilla. Like, yeah, that's right. Godzilla. This is a huge movie that just came out in Japan over the summer uh, known as Godzilla Resurgence, but also known as Shin Godzilla. It is going to be getting a release this October, just in time for Halloween for all the monster hounds out there. And I'm still debating on if I'm going to see this movie or not. Um, I'm really interested because this will be an opportunity to see a Japanese Godzilla movie in theaters, which I haven't been able to do that since Godzilla 2000 came out. And obviously that was a good 16 years ago. Um, I mean, I really liked the American version. I'm a huge fan of Godzilla. I mean, Christian, would you pay top dollar to see this in a movie theater? Or but I thought this movie wait? got bad reviews. I thought this movie only has like 15 minutes of Godzilla in it. That, that's what I heard, too. Like, 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 it's 
we, we spent a podcast shitting on this movie. Now it's coming out, and yeah. uh, I'm confused. I'm I kinda, not sure I if just, I should I like it. I want to see it for myself. You know, that was it was the response from the Japanese audience and from some people in the West who had an opportunity to see it. Um, but this will be, an, you know, a really big opportunity for hardcore Godzilla fans to let people know, like, hey, we're, we we like this stuff. And like, I proudly paid to go see the Dragon Ball Z movie in in theaters because I was like, yeah. this is awesome. This is what I need to be paying for mm-hmm. so people understand to send this stuff to America. But to be honest, I don't know about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 15 minutes of Godzilla ain't enough for me to pay full price to hear people get ready for Godzilla coming for most of it. No, I know what you mean. That's definitely one of the, the biggest things against this movie. I've heard that it's incredibly slow paced. Not to mention this is a Japanese production, which nothing against it or anything. But I mean, it is very traditional in the sense that it's a dude in a rubber suit. Hi. You know, you, you have to accept the fact that there are men in rubber suits walking around model cities and destroying them. Although this one certainly has a lot of gusto behind it. The main reason I'm interested in it isn't even because of Godzilla. It's more the director, uh, Hideaki Anno, who is the creator of uh, Evangelion. You got Christian looking at a clip of the movie right there where uh, Godzilla is slowly opening his mouth, getting ready to destroy everything in his wake. Um, it's, it's, whoa, we're basically spoiling the movie right now. Sorry. Um, seeing a lot of scenes. Holy shit. Watching Godzilla, like, spew his atomic breath in this movie looks pretty freaking awesome, though. I'm not gonna lie. It Uh, looks Super destructive. Yeah, it's like, oh man, it's so different than, uh, whoa, that is fucking, that is some Dragon Ball shit going on right here. Fire the laser. Um, actually, you know what, Christian, just by showing me this clip right here, I don't even need to go see the movie. Don't go see it. The only reason is because, oh my god, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Now I kind of want to see it just to see more of that. Um, well, you got another two the minutes way of that, it. Oh my god! That is fucking awesome, actually. Oh, so he can't. Um, oh, wow. He does shoot lasers <laughs> out of everything. Um, this We're, we're going to go ahead and set a huge spoiler away. Uh, but yeah, that was Godzilla live on the podcast right there. Um, this Godzilla is very different from the other ones because of like how he attacks and how he shoots his atomic breath. And you can find clips of this shit all over YouTube, apparently, and in pretty damn good quality as well. It took me about no time. I just typed in Godzilla Resurgence Atomic Breath, and it's all over the place. that was fucking brutal. But he's not fighting anything, man. It's just him versus buildings. and It's like like if they rebooted Spider-Man, and then they gave you a whole new... Like, they retold the backstory again. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, you sons of bitches. We already know. Or, like, they didn't include a single villain at all. Yeah, it was just all. If they did include a villain, it was just, like, you know, no one really notable. Just some, like, gang members or something. You know, a a hero needs a villain. I'm not saying that Godzilla is a hero, and I don't think this one at all is a hero, considering what we just saw. Even an anti-hero needs a villain, okay? Yeah, he, he needs something to go up against. I mean, the most successful Godzilla movies are when Godzilla fights against something else. What this? Um, Look at this detail. I don't know if that stands up to Shin Godzilla or not, but um, but yeah, Godzilla needs like a monster to fight against. He needs something to like really push him. And after seeing that clip right there with him just wrecking a city like so easily, like we, we need another big monster with equally capable uh, abilities. But like I said, it, it's from the creator of Evangelion, and he's a really great storyteller. Um, so I, I kind of just want to see that aspect of it. And like I said, again, there's just the the... You know, seeing it in a theater, a Japanese Godzilla movie, it is worth noting that when this is going to get its U.S. release, it's not going to be a dub. It is going to be the Japanese version with subtitles, which I am okay with. I really am. As much as I love the classic Godzilla movies with the hilarious dubs, 
you know, the, the Japanese version always does manage to trumpet, and this is just a very different Godzilla. It's the beginning of a new Japanese uh, franchise, which uh, will hopefully grow into him, you know, kicking the shit out of other monsters and fighting it in hell. You know what? They might as well just do it. Make an Evangelion Godzilla crossover. They've been teasing it for so long and using a lot of promotional material for that. Really? Yeah. Like, before the movie came out, not so much like teasing like it's gonna happen, but... Because the director of the Shin Godzilla movie is the creator of Evangelion, there's just been so much imagery that fans have created and the company has created. They've actually been selling, uh, you know, they sell a lot of those uh, those toys and stuff and the, like the super detailed figures of Godzilla, some of which are actually in the color of uh, Evangelion. Like that image right there at the top, that was always a classic one. But you can see, like, look at that right there. Like that's a Mecha Godzilla in the color of Una, uh, Ava Unit 01. Like, that's kind of cool. It's awesome looking. Like, it's so classic. And uh, I just think it would be cool. You know, maybe not like a movie, like a live-action movie. Maybe like an anime, um, which supposedly they are working on a Godzilla anime, which I think it's about damn time that they did that. But I just think that would be a really cool crossover. Like, don't even try to, like, make the story work. Just have fun with it. You know, just let us see some AV units you know and Godzilla would be cool as the well? fuck out of each other. Or have them work together, because that would be a good way to get the actual, like, Godzilla and humans on the same level, yeah. if that makes sense. Because, like, yeah. humans are always just this little road bump, or they, at the end of the day, want the monster killed, yeah. you know, that's attacking, and Godzilla just kind of gets it done because he hates, mm -hmm. you know, he hates uh, monsters that aren't him. Yeah. So, but he has friends. Yeah. Godzilla well, has had we, friends. We, so. we, need to, we need to remember, though, there are different versions of Godzilla. You know, we grew up watching a lot of the ones from the 70s where Godzilla was more of, like, a hero. Yes. Like, he protected the Earth from really destructive monsters. But then when the 80s movies started uh, started up again, they turned Godzilla into back of sort of like a, an anti-hero. Where, like, you know, he's there and he's destructive. He doesn't actively want to destroy mankind, but if they get in his way, he there's nothing he can do about it. Um, but he would still fight against monsters and shit. Um, but, yeah, I mean... It, even though there's all this footage online, I do kind of want to see it in theaters just to just to see it, just to experience something like that, especially in a real theater, like not in like a, a shitty little like theater that you see at like an anime convention. They're like, we're showing Shin Godzilla and you're fucking uh, shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of annoying people who fucking don't shower. Like, I, I want to be in a real movie theater and experience this because Godzilla 2000, while an incredibly cheesy film, seeing that in theaters was fun. It was a blast, especially watching it with friends. It was just such a great experience. Was that the one that was always like half an action movie with like Asian dudes fighting? Uh, no, that was Final Wars. That's Final Wars. We actually watched Final Wars. We rented that. Did we? I could have swore uh, yeah, we saw was, that in was theaters. Years, no, we, we actually watched it. Remember uh, when you were living at your parents' house? Yeah. Uh, I think this was like right after high school. And you had that uh, downstairs basement with the uh, the little home theater. Yeah. And we rented Final Wars and we watched that down there and it was fucking awesome. That's why I must have thought it was in a movie theater. Yeah. It, 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 it gave us that experience, which I thought was really fun. I thought Final Wars was a really great cap off to the end of the series. This is definitely going in a very different direction, Shin Godzilla. But I'd like to see more of it because, you know, some people like the design of the new Godzilla. Some people don't like the design. I think he looks pretty damn vicious, and I think he looks awesome. I think his thighs are a bit large compared to the rest of his body, which I think is kind of ironic because when the American Godzilla came out, all the Japanese fans were like, uh, your, your Godzilla's too fat. He's too chubby, which is actually kind of perfect for the American Godzilla but then you look at the Shin Godzilla, and, like, he basically... A lot of people jokingly say that he looks like a giant penis. 
Does he? Yeah, that's what a lot of people have said. His head structure is a lot different. It's, it's, he's really, his, like, overall body is, like, super thin, but his, like, legs are just massive, like, super mega thunder thighs. Like, it, it's, it's almost funny looking, but at the same time, like, his face is just so freaking scary looking, and just the super long tail, I think, is really cool. Um, if you're trying to find an image of him, you could just type in Shin Godzilla, S-H-I-N. Um, and that'll give you a much better look of what this thing actually looks like. Hopefully you'll get a nice distant shot, but you should be able to find something. His tail's also super long. Yeah, which actually I do like. I think one of my favorite shots from the trailer is when you see that thing like going across like the entire city from the perspective of the people. And just seeing the sheer massive size of his tail. like It's, it's, it's insane. Um, but this is awesome. I really do love that this is going to be coming to theaters. Uh, we can thank the good folks at uh, Funimation. Like, see that shot? Uh, right there. Like, look at the size of his freaking legs compared to his body. Yeah, they're huge. They are huge. He is putting on some serious weight. Fucker's been eating Taco Bell up the wazoo. Also, his lower jaw looks like it, like, disconnects for his atomic breath to come out. It's like a boa constrictor. Yeah, he has more of a snake-like mouth in that sense. But I think it's fucking awesome. I mean, I still think he looks cool. He still resembles Godzilla enough. My only issue, really, at the end of the day, is that his arms are super scrawny, and they don't even really move that much. Which, you know, I mean, it, it, it's a dude in a suit. I'm sure there's a small amount of animatronics which are involved as well. But, I mean, they need to, there needs to be more animation, more movement, more realism to the creature. But, I mean, it's, it's fucking Godzilla. I can still watch the old ones and still get satisfying uh, entertainment out of them. I mean, Final Wars, I think, is infinitely rewatchable. There's just so many action scenes in that movie. You know, if the monsters aren't fighting, the humans are fighting the entire time. Which is probably why that film is so damned entertaining. It's so fucking Japanese, too. It's heavily, heavily Japanese. (laughs) A Godzilla movie is so fucking Japanese. I mean, but when you add all the wire fighting and stuff, it gets, it it just gets, it gets ridiculous, you know? (laughs) It gets too, too Japanese. I'm watching some feudal, you know, samurai fight thing at a certain point. I mean, it's better than just watching the humans just stand around and talk about, how are we going to defeat Godzilla? I like that when there's usually a guy at the top of a building and then Godzilla and him make eye contact and then Godzilla wipes the floor with him. That usually happens in a movie once in a while. It does. I remember there was <laughs> there was the one scene where uh, I think it was Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from 1990. Uh, there's this one Japanese guy who was in World War Two, and supposedly his group was saved by Godzilla before he uh, mutated. And at the end of the movie, he, like, reunites with Godzilla. He's at the top of a building, and he looks at him with, like, reverence. Like, thank you, you saved me. And then Godzilla just blasts him at point-blank range of the atomic breath. It was so freaking brutal. I don't think anybody ever got that fucked up. No. It was pretty awesome. It's probably a pretty quick death, though. Yeah. So. But uh, that's Shin Godzilla. Remember, if you guys uh, want to check that out, it is being released by Funimation, the good people. They're going to be uh, hosting the premiere on October 3rd. And then uh, make sure to check your local listings and all your local theaters to see when you can get your tickets to see Shin Godzilla this October. A big monster movie just in time for Halloween. Don't go see the new Rings movie. Go see the Godzilla movie. The new Ring movie. Yeah, exactly. Don't care. Way past the point of caring on this. But I do care about the 30th or so like Godzilla movie. (laughs) absolutely i mean you got your priorities straight some sequels suck some don't damn right so next up we have the batman movie 
the Batman. The solo Batman movie. Yeah, they're actually moving it. I don't think Ben Affleck has had, like, barely any break since they, like, started uh, the whole, like, Batman versus Superman movie. Because not only did they finish that, but they're also working on Justice League. They're working on his individual movie. I'm sure he's almost certainly going to have, uh, like, a cameo in some more of the other films coming up, like uh, The Flash and Wonder Woman. Maybe not so much Wonder Woman, because that takes place in the 40s. But still, Ben Affleck is a busy man. And he has no problems with uh, letting the audience know what type of villains are going to be showing up in the movie. And uh, it looks like they just revealed that Deathstroke, uh, otherwise known as Slade Wilson, is going to be making his big appearance in the uh, the DC Universe. And maybe he can save it? Maybe not? We'll have to see. The well, here's DC. why it's good. Because we got a villain now that's a human. Yeah. Not like some weird, super-powered CG monster mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's just a Batman and another guy mm-hmm. duking it out that have gear, gadgets, and you know know-how, endurance, like all these things that you can like stack them up against each other. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of interesting to see that they're going to actually, you know, fight. Yeah, now- and Deathstroke, he honestly is one of the perfect like I think movie adversaries for Batman because, like you said, he is a human, um, but he's also considered like the greatest assassin in the world. Like, he has got some kick-ass fighting skills. So, uh, it's reminding me of that scene in Batman versus Superman where you have Batman just fighting against all those guys. Imagine a fight between him and Deathstroke now. Like, it's going to be on that level. It's going to be super intense. And, damn it, I cannot wait to see that. Um, They did reveal already, like, kind of what Deathstroke's costume is going to look like. And I approve. It, it, you know, for fans of the character, the first thing they're going to say is, oh, that's fucking Deathstroke right there. He's got the mask. Half of it is orange. The other half is black. He looks fucking awesome. Look at all that armor. They're doing a pretty good job with his character. We'll just have to see how he's going to work within the confines of a uh, Batman movie and, like, what his overall story is going to be. I mean, my, my guess is it's probably going to be pretty simple. There's going to be a big mob boss or some maybe other villain in the movie who is going to hire Deathstroke to try and kill Batman. Simple as that. They could have a lot of fun with that concept. It could lead to just a lot of excuses for really cool action, and I'm cool with that, man. I'm really cool with that. Deathstroke can work, too. Like, they've already put him in a lot of the TV shows, the DC uh, TV shows, um, like Arrow and everything. He's appeared on Flash, I believe. They've done crossovers with them. So they can really go crazy with that in this. And I'm freaking excited. I love that. Yeah, it does look cool. And the other thing is I just want to see more Ben Affleck Batman. Again, mm-hmm. the everyone thought he was going to be the worst part of Batman versus Superman. And he was the best part. And Ben Affleck is not a chump. He knows how to fucking act. And I feel like him putting that on social media shows a Deathstroke costume that is shows that he actually understands how this works. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, get him hyped, keep him going, you know, keep it moving. And because right now there's the most momentum that there could be for DC movies, you know, mm-hmm. with the uh, release of the new trailer at uh, comic con and all this stuff. Like he's trying to keep the hype going. Yeah. And by he, I mean the giant social media machine that he's probably hired, you know, it's not him. Yeah. It's not like him. You know, he's probably have people that are helping him do all this. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd like to imagine that Ben Affleck is glued to his computer and like, oh, I can't wait to tell these people about Deathstroke. That's yeah. probably not the way it's going. No, it's not. It's not the way it's going at all. Still, though, they're building a lot of hype for this, which is good because they have to build hype because they've had a, you know, Suicide Squad, despite the fact that the fans are not really digging it that much, it's making money. You know, it's still the most successful movie in theaters right now. They're raking in the dough, if anything. I still think the movie personally sucked major balls, 
But, I mean, who knows? Uh, I think a standalone Batman film with Deathstroke can uh, possibly save the DC Universe. Uh, we're going to have to see, though. The problem is there's a lot of other things going on in the DC Universe. It's going to be hard to top it. The only thing I think that can happen is they released a photo of uh, the dude playing Aquaman with, like, a guitar. I thought that looked pretty freaking awesome. I, I want them to give... I want them to do a shot where, like, all of the people from Justice League are in a band. And they're all playing, like, a different instrument. You know what I mean? Like the Star Wars shot? Just like the Star Wars shot, you know. Um, you know, basically, you know, have Superman uh, be, like, the lead vocals with him, like, you know, floating in midair. I would imagine, you know, you got uh, Aquaman on uh, guitar. You got Batman on bass, which I guess that leaves Wonder Woman, I guess, being the drummer or maybe the keyboardist. I'm not sure. Uh, but still, I think that image would be really awesome. Just that's what I thought after seeing that image of uh, that dude dressed as uh, Aquaman with a guitar. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it did look cool. Do you know they're making another Transformers? Of course, they're making another Transformers. I just saw this. I didn't even know. Transformers: The Last Night. Certainly not the last <laughs> movie. <laughs> Fucking dude, they keep pumping this shit out, and that's not the only one they're coming out with. There's a spinoff that's all about Bumblebee. The Tale of the Bee. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> people are people. Someone has to be given a shit because these movies always make money. People always go to see them. I, I stopped after two. Yeah, me too. Like I was, I was, like, I was just like, man, two was disappointing as shit. You know, one wasn't that great of a movie, but it set up the potential for something in the future, for something kind of unique and like we've never seen anything like that before. Like I remember when we saw Transformers in theaters and we walked out, and we were like, "Holy shit!" They're taking it to the next level. That was awesome. We we even liked Shia LaBeouf. Like we didn't even have a problem with him. We we're like, "Damn, that was awesome." <laughs> the action scenes running were from crazy. your life. <laughs> What's that? Running from your life from Shia LaBeouf. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's amazing uh, how he's evolved since that. Man, he was like a cookie cutter, like like standard actor honing it in for a big ass fucking blockbuster paycheck. He but then was you, a Disney kid. Yeah, but then you realize, holy shit, this guy is fucked up. Like the media industry has fucked this guy all up and he lives a crazy life. And if you ever listen to his getting arrested story i think it's on it's not conan jimmy kimmel he talks about being fucking really wasted and hanging out with a homeless guy and getting really concerned about the homeless guy and getting super drunk and running to a bar and just getting into a whole bunch of trouble and like it's just like wow you're like there's a lot going on in this guy's head you hear that story you're like what's the moral of the story shia don't drink whiskey (laughs) don't drink triples but yeah, there was so much hope for Transformers at the beginning, you know? Uh, just I held that movie in a, a pretty decent regard, you know? It wasn't like Shakespeare or anything, but I was like, wow, they actually made a Transformers movie. The other thing that was really cool about it was before that movie came out, like, all the trailers and the previews, they barely showed any of the Transformers, and they didn't even show them transforming either. So, like, when you saw that in theaters for the first time, it was like, whoa, how in the hell did they do this? We'd never seen anything like it. And then just the second movie, just it just didn't work. They just, they, they're like, we know how we can do this from now on. We don't have to try as hard next time. We can sell a lot of toys, and we can try to appeal to older people by including a lot of stupid and racist jokes. And, <laughs> and it didn't work. It fucking backfired big time. Big surprise. People don't like seeing racist caricatures placed in the bodies of robots. And they also don't like when their favorite characters are given, like, ball sacks. 
I'm looking at you, fucking uh, the the Constructicons. <laughs> like, just <laughs> Jesus, man. I even in theaters, I was like, that was like that moment. I was watching it in my house, like, I think I'm done with Transformers. I don't know. Unless they reboot them and make it so that they don't focus on the humans that no one cares about. But now Mark Wahlberg is in it, and it's just, oh, God. Mark Wahlberg. Okay. All right. I think this truck is a giant robot. (laughs) I'm not really too shocked by any of this. Man, I really need to work out. Um, But anywho... Uh, yeah, that's it. Ben Affleck. I don't know how we went from Ben Affleck to Transformers, but uh, that's how we do things on the Powerful Nerdcast. One thing I want to do talk about, though, is IGN's big list, because they love doing these lists like once a year, usually for a lot of different topics, and it's not anything official, but it's always fun to get uh, people's gauge on like what they think. They just did the top 100 villains in media, so this can include villains from movies, TV, books, anything. And instead of just going through the entire list, we're going to count down the top 10. So, yes, this is kind of a spoiler, but I just want to get uh, both of our thoughts on this and what we like agree on. So, we're going to go ahead and start from number 10. Number 10 on the list for top 100 villains from sure. IGN Let me get there. is the character, the character of sure. Moriarty from Sherlock, the Sherlock Holmes novels. Christian, I don't know how familiar you are with them. and you're What, not what even, list are you looking at? One, you're not even looking at the right list. you got to go to IGN for this, man. You're not even on IGN. Oh, I was on GameSpot. Um, <laughs> uh, but the, the very first villain in the, the top ten list, uh, you should be able to find it up there, man. Just go for it. Keep going. I'll right. look. I'll find so we it. have uh, Moriarty from uh, Sherlock Holmes, who is basically the ultimate foil. Do you know much about Sherlock Holmes? I know that it's elementary, my dear Watson. Okay, well, th- I guess that answers my question. Um, <laughs> Moriarty has always been sort of like the antithesis to Sherlock Holmes. Like, he's always been like sort of the most consistent villain from all of the novels and all of the stories. And uh, he's also responsible for a lot of the crimes and the mysteries which happen within these stories. And it's always been a struggle for Sherlock to actually try and capture him. And uh, I can really understand why they put him on here at number 10 because... The rest of the list is just filled with movie and comic book villains. They had to try and include uh, some classic literary villains. And for people who really love the Sherlock Holmes novels, I think Moriarty is one of those characters. Uh, It's hard to do the character justice unless you know a lot about him or if you've actually read him in the books. Um, Really, he's one of the few people who can go up against uh, Sherlock Holmes and actually not look like a fool. Um, And he's he's kind of the Joker to his Batman, in a way. Yeah, I always so, hear about him. I think he almost even killed Sherlock mm-hmm. and uh, is one of the um, main bad guys in the um, BBC series as well. Yes. Um, spoiler alert for a lot of folks out there. Uh, supposedly, uh, both Moriarty and Holmes are the ones, they, they basically kill each other at the end of the stories. Um, so it's it's definitely got a dark end there as well. Christian, I think you're on the wrong list again here. Uh, this is a lot of shit on the internet. I really don't know how you're not finding this. It's You, you go to IGN.com. Let me walk you through this. Well, this is helpful for our listeners. Okay. For those who want to see the entire list, it's real easy to do. And oh. then you go to the movies. Go to the movie section. Up at the top. There we go. Movies. All right, we're going to let that load up with our, our business class internet, which that is sucks dick. moving so fast today. Um, suck the dick. <laughs> Godzilla suck dick. Internet suck dick. 
Okay. I know that was a joke made by James Rolfe, but I mean, that dude totally says Gojira sucks dick. Go, 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 <laughs> Gojira. Okay. Now we're at the movies. See top 100 villains right there in the middle. Right there. Almost. Right there. There we are. Oh. Click in there. Oh, I did. Almost. Clicked up you in just there. Just need to click. I did. Oh the my internet God. sucks. <laughs> and then where do I go? <laughs> click on the article. I'm trying. You're clicking on the, the tab. You need to click on the article. Top 100 villains. To the right. Top 100 villains. Almost there. There we go. All right. It now was the you internet. can go ahead and just. If uh, you want, advertisements. Yes. You can go to number one and back your way up to 10, or you can go from 25. I'd recommend starting at 25 at the top. There we go. We're going to get through this, Christian. Woo! We're going to get through this. Woo! Just for shits and giggles. Um, oh, my God. I don't know why the internet on that is running. Mr. So Burns yeah, is Mr. 20. Mr. Burns is 25, <laughs> so we're just going to roll through these other ones real quick. Mr. Burns. Okay, I can understand that. Mr. Burns is number 25. Mr. Burns is only like as evil as you let him get. Mm-hmm. He's not like actually that bad. Number Green 24 Gable. is the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. That's right. Number 23 is Kefka from Final Fantasy VI. Arguably the greatest Final Fantasy villain of all time. Number Sauron. 22 is Sauron from the Lord of the Rings. 21 is Ursula from the Little uh, Sauron's Mermaid. cooler than that. Okay. That's right. Ooh, uh, this Anton guy. Anton from fucking No Country for Old Men. The, the creepier version. Uh, you know the guy that's playing um, the... Uh, not the governor. What's his name in, in uh, Walking Dead, the new main villain? Negan. Negan, yeah. Fucking the comedian. Yeah, that actor. This is the creepier version of that actor. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. I totally can. Anton. One of the craziest, creepiest villains of a movie ever. I mm. highly recommend. Very deserving of a, a top 100 villains list. Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's see who else. Uh, next we have, uh, of course, fucking Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. I think Kefka's a much better villain, but that's a discussion for another day. He's Sephiroth. the guy that stabbed the chick with a really long sword. There you go. Yep. That's all you really need to know about his character. Number 18, the T-1000. Absolutely. From Terminator 2, yes. An unstoppable killing machine and arguably one of the greatest freaking movie villains of all time yeah it's cool if you haven't seen terminator 2 you're fucking an idiot go yep. see it. <laughs> it it's worth your time number 17 simply just them the xenomorphs the alien creatures from the alien series yes i agree <laughs> they're very iconic yeah unlike other uh, aliens we have a uh, number 16 we have freddy krueger from the nightmare on elm street series another character who i do believe is deserving uh hopefully jason will pop up in the the next couple ones but probably not as he's not as complex uh, we're going to be moving on to number 15, the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Never really scared me. Her monkeys were way more terrifying. Yeah, she she kind of creeped me out a little bit when I was a kid, but I can understand why she's in the list. Uh, very classic villain. Number 14 Hans is... Gruber. <laughs> Hans Gruber beat out Sephiroth. Take that, Final Fantasy bitches. <laughs> Hans Gruber, great villain from Die Hard. I don't know if I would have included him so low on the list. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, he is a memorable villain from an 80s action movie. What are you saying? Galaxy's Quest by F- Fractar's Hammer or something? Something like that. Yeah. Alan Rickman, you know. Alan he's Rickman. Man. He's Professor fucking, Snape. He's fucking good. Go yep. check out his shit. Number 13, of course, I can agree with this one, is Ganondorf from the Legend of Zelda series. One of the most iconic video game villains of all time who will also be making a grand reappearance in the upcoming Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This is a character who has spanned decades and multiple forms and is always an interesting villain unlike bowser he has so much personality i love me some fucking ganondorf and he can transform that's right into a big fucking pig 
Next, we have number 12, Walter White, which, man, this is an interesting choice. Well, the reason this character is even interesting is because he does both things. He's an evil motherfucker that runs a drug empire, and then also he's a, he's a fantastic family man that yeah. does anything he can do for his family. But I don't consider him like a clear-cut villain. I don't. Like, I just consider him as a conflicted guy willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a bad guy, but like... I, I mean, know. he also killed kids. Like, they're fucking yeah, dead no, I kids. Mean, he's d- I mean, he's done terrible things. But, like, I-, I don't know. And also, I think he's way too damn new to be this low on the list. I don't know. I think people are A still people sort of riding way... that Breaking Bad high. Well, you know, when you do meth. It's a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. That's cocaine. All right, so who beats out Walter White? Ah, Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. Of course, he's the, the master of all that is evil. You gotta have Emperor Palpatine at least on the list somewhere, and I'm glad that he made it to at least number 11. Kind of hoping he'd make it in the top 10. But now we're back to where we were before, which is number 10, Moriarty from the Sherlock series. You can see here is the original depiction of the character, but he has been uh, reimagined multiple times, including in all the brand new TV shows and everything. So just about anybody could enjoy the character of Moriarty, whether they're reading Sherlock or watching it in movie or TV. So now, moving on to number nine, we have Lex Luthor from Superman. Without a doubt, the most classic classic Superman villain. Um, the Superman villain. The Joker to Superman, if you will. Um, I love Lex Luthor as a villain because he's so different from a lot of other villains and how calculating he is and how he doesn't necessarily always have to use like superpowers in order to defeat Superman. He's just such a shrewd, powerful businessman with so many things at his disposal. And his goal is not always to kill Superman. His goal is to get other things. You know, like sometimes he just wants to achieve goals and he's very good at getting them done. He's mm-hmm. not always the kill Superman. His motivations are always a little more you know interesting mm-hmm. so uh i find him interesting yeah, yeah. And, but he at the same time he can put on his like mech suit and punch superman in the face exactly you know he, he lex luther's got it where it counts uh at number eight we have <sighs> hannibal lecter now of course they're talking about the character of hannibal lecter in general but let's face it we're all talking about freaking anthony hopkins playing the character um hannibal lecter is a fantastic thing uh you know the original silence of the lambs i still think is one of the best like detective like thriller kind of horror movies and it's so unique in the fact that it has two killers in it one of them who is locked up in jail and helping out the detective and the other one who's fucking dancing to goodbye horses while tucking in his wiener (laughs) like but hannibal lecter still manages to be just as creepy if not even more so i think he outweighs uh buffalo bill by a lot exactly they're two very different levels of insane um, with Hannibal Lecter's character being so articulate and so well-spoken, uh, almost to the point where you're like, this guy's not bad at all, he's really great. And then the minute you let your guard down, he bites your damn face off. And eats your liver with a nice Chianti. And some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> or, Ugh. or you know, you know, you tuck your wiener and you say, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> But yeah. no, H- Hannibal Lecter is a uh, a very classic villain. Um, in- freaky deaky. Yeah, freaky super deaky. freaky. And even inspired by real world events, which is what makes him even more terrifying. Um, you can read him in the books, but honestly, I still think Anthony Hopkins has portrayed the character perfectly and truly made him a film icon. Yeah, he's good. That's the right. whole the whole set was good too. Like the whole movie was well put together. Like mm-hmm. you believed he was in this weird supermax jail with this glass. Well, how come he got a glass door and no bars? Um, glass I room. think it's because they didn't want him to be able to reach out to people. 
Okay. Like, even when you had to, like, hand him things, like, there's He's a still just slot. a fucking weak old man. Why doesn't someone slap him in his face and just be like, back off, Hannibal you know? Lecter is not really that old, though. I mean, he's played by Anthony Hopkins, but, I mean, at this point in time, Anthony was probably in his... He looks 50. I'd say 40s. Okay, still, 40-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, in his 40s at the time. I'd kick the shit out of a 40-year-old man. I'd love to see you kick the shit out of Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> I don't even want to get near that dude. I'd smack him in his mouth. I'd bite his face off first. Okay. <laughs> Voldemort. Number, number seven, Voldemort, he who must not be named. Um, I can kind of understand Voldemort. He's definitely a very classic villain. What does he do, though? But what does he do aside from the... saying, I'm going to kill Harry Potter, <laughs> and then wave his wand around? The, the thing about Voldemort... And uh, he even killed the main character of Twilight. I think he's not a bad guy. <laughs> I think he's a good guy. He was just looking out for all the true vampire fans out there. Yeah. The thing about Voldemort is I think he had more of a presence before he had a physical presence. He is one of those characters. I call it the mask theory. Okay. Mm -hmm. The mask theory is when a bad guy has a mask on or shrouded in darkness, they're way more terrifying than when they actually come out of the shadows and say, ooga booga booga. (laughs) And you see that with like a lot of... You see that with a lot of characters. Like uh, one of the earlier examples that I can think of is uh, what's the new av- not Avatar, the new Windbe- Windbender. Um, no, it is Avatar. Yeah, yeah, Amon. Amon. He was way cooler when he had his mask on, and then when he took his mask off, he looked like a bitch, and yeah. he, his whole character and demeanor changed. People could argue the same thing for the character of Kylo Ren from the uh, the new Star exactly. Wars movies. Everybody's like, man, Kylo Ren's a badass, but once that mask came off, just he's <laughs> fucking Adam Driver. I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, um, it, it's the mask theory. So. And the same effect can be applied to Voldemort here. Despite the fact that he does not wear a mask, he has a large presence in the early parts of the books, being Where he's in the just background, like the being back constantly. of the head, <laughs> whatever he is, <laughs> yeah. the evil baby. Or yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, Voldemort is a classic villain. Uh, I like to compare him a lot to uh, Orochimaru from Naruto. Uh, they're very similar, and and not just because of the snake theme, just the whole resurrection thing and constantly coming back from the dead. Um, but he is a creepy villain, and I do understand him being in the, on the list. I don't know if I'd have had him so low, uh, but he certainly is a classic villain, and the actor who portrayed him in the films did a great job, and uh, with what he was provided, I think, did a fantastic job of uh, bringing a lot of just creepiness to him. I still think he's a very disturbing character. I do too, um, but I always was confused. I was like, so this guy walks around and uses the one spell that kills people. How come no one just walks up and hits him with it? You know, just whack him. Eh, too easy. I know, never the mind. movies wouldn't be as much fun. Fucking so, Harry Potter Voldemort, movies. number seven. Moving on to number six. Magneto. Magneto. Eric Lensha. That's right, Magneto from X-Men. Um, very, very classic choice. Another one of those villains who, like Walter White in many senses, can sort of like go from being good to bad back to good and bad again like he he sort of flip-flops a lot um but he's a really interesting character he's kind of like a you know you know and it ties into his backstory he he grew up in nazi germany his parents were taken from him he was put in an internment camp and then he was bestowed these crazy powers so he's sort of like getting revenge against the old form of mankind and trying to reform it I don't mind Magneto. Magneto's like the get shit done character, while Professor X is the let's talk about it till we work it out. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of uh, two sides to the same coin in a lot of ways. Of course. So I-, I love Magneto. I think he's one of my favorite characters. And to be honest, his power is super useful. Yeah. He can fucking... God, like if you had braces on and you fought him, he would fuck your face up so bad. Like if you had anything on. Oh, that would fucking suck. Yeah, like if you had a watch on, he could just make it 
fly into a million pieces and fly through you like shrapnel, you know, yeah. like you'd be dead in a second. Another thing that I really like about Magneto is that unlike a lot of the other characters on this list, he's a villain who's been portrayed in almost every medium perfectly. Mm, like For the most part, yeah. I mean, really, the comic versions, they speak for themselves, but then you have Ian McKellen who played a aged version of Magneto. At first I was very apprehensive about because I always felt that Magneto, you know, he had white hair, but he wasn't always an old guy. Um, he's the same age as fucking Professor X. He needs to be a little younger. Uh, I guess then again, uh, Patrick Stewart played an older version of X, but that's beside the point. But then you got a uh, freaking uh, Michael Fassbender. Great, I, great actor. He's a great actor. That dude could be in a shitty movie and still act his ass off. I think he was a great Magneto, especially in Days of Future Past. Um, so Magneto is just, he's a great classic villain, one of the greatest comic book villains of all time, and he's, uh, not one-dimensional in any sense of the words, which is really what makes him such a complex villain. Yeah, no, he's good. He really is. Uh, I like Magneto. If anything, I put him higher on the list. Yeah. Like, closer to one. All right, here we go, guys. Top five beating oh, out Magneto. Doctor Doom. What Doctor a Doom. shitty choice. Oh, my God. I disagree. Dude, anything to do with the Fantastic Four just pisses me off. I immediately that's don't care. That's the thing, though. Like, you know, Do- Doctor Doom is always Make him fight Spider-Man, I might care. You know? Maybe. But the, 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 the Doctor Doom has had a really rough history. A lot of that having to do with his movie portrayals, which are frankly all fucking terrible. But within the confines of the Marvel Universe, Doctor Doom is it. Like, he is the ultimate Marvel I mean, he's villain. the Doctor of Doom. I get it. I mean, yes. His, his name <laughs> is cheesy. He's got a PhD in, in, in catastrophe. I get uh, it. Something's not quite right about that Doom guy. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, in the in the Marvel Universe, like, he is the guy. He is the he's the villain who will laugh in Thanos' face. Like, he is so freaking powerful he has so many things at his disposal. He has his own fucking country. And a lot of the times people just associate him with the Fantastic Four. No, he preys on freaking everyone. And he truly feels and believes that he is the one who shall rule everything. And he's always like behind a lot of the biggest events of the Marvel Universe. He screws over huge people. Like He can go toe-to-toe with just about any character in the series. Hell, in one of the most recent events in Marvel history over the course of the last year, he practically became a god. So... Doctor Doom being number five, I truly understand. I'm surprised he beat out Magneto, but when you really see some of the stuff that he has done in the comic versions, it'll blow your mind about how evil he truly is. I mean, they say you can take a punch from the Hulk. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. Like I said, Doctor Doom, he's more of a calculating villain, if anything, but like I said, man, he just he 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 is the truest of villains from the Marvel universe. I'll be surprised if any of the other villains on this list are Marvel characters because he's I really do think the cream of the crop. Oh, number four is Glados. That is interesting. Wow, the 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 portal villain. That is. I actually like this one of the best writing to come into video games in a while. Mm-hmm. Until like uh, the Last of Us had some really good writing yeah. and some other things, but like Glados was the theme. It was your it was your storyteller through the whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so against humankind in obvious yet subtle, snarky ways. I think GLaDOS is a great villain. I don't know if I put it four, but it, it it definitely it could be in the top ten for sure. This is the first one I'm like, why is this even in the top five? Really? Yeah. I mean, GLaDOS is an interesting character, but there's nothing really new about GLaDOS. GLaDOS is basically HAL nine thousand from 2001 a space odyssey just with a little more personality and actual movement more animated stuff i will say that at the time glados was a really iconic villain because of how the game started out 
and you could like something's not quite right with this thing and then by the end of it you're like oh shit this thing wants me dead yes <laughs> so i i can understand that but i just don't think it's top five worthy um again just like walter white i think this is another one of those instances where this is something that's still sort of in the fresh uh fresh in the minds of people and that's the reason why they decided to put it so high on the list i mean dr doom is better than glados oh oh brought to you by mike and ike's fruit chewy <laughs> whatever <laughs> we had an ad pop up number three is count dracula that's right dracula I honestly agree with this one. Count Dracula is such an iconic fucking villain. Did you see that Dracula movie that came out recently? Uh, no. no, I did not. Because it sucked. Really? Yeah, probably. Was it that came... the one? Uh... Oh. I'm trying to remember. It had like a like a really ridiculous name, um, like Dracula something. Uh, like wasn't it like all about his backstory and everything? Yeah, yeah. Something Which that something... I just don't give a crap about. Dracula Untold. Is that it? I think that might be it. Yep. I remember there was a dude in armor. Dracula was Untold. playing uh, the original version of Dracula, which I think before he was known as Dracula, his name was Vlad the Impaler. Well, that, Vlad the Impaler is a fucked up human being that was in real life. Yeah, they, they always uh, they try to associate Vlad with uh, Dracula like that was. His well, original. he also Vlad was it Vlad Vlad the Impaler was uh, known for taking anyone that disagreed with his right to rule and sticking them on a spike and letting them slowly slide down it for like two or three days as they die. I guess that's where he got the impaler name. Yeah. Like he was known for putting people on spikes. He was also known for drinking a lot of blood. Like he would invite someone who was like kind of not an enemy, but someone that's kind of, you know, giving him some guff or something like a, a noble from another area or something is back in, you know, the noble times. Um, you know, when guys came from bloodlines that own shit, like, Weird, you know, back in the day, medieval times, mm -hmm. and he would invite them over and invite them out to the garden, and there would be all these people screaming and dying on these sticks, and there he would be dipping his bread in fucking blood, saying, so, how's it going? I guess they were <laughs> out of tomatoes at the market that day. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. And I, I also read a thing. You know how there's iron in your blood? Yeah. It would take about 300 people's blood to make a sword. Really? Yeah. So if you want to make a people iron sword? Dude, that's pretty fucking metal. I know. I'm not going to lie. People blood sword. <laughs> it need a better name, though, than that. Made from the blood of 300 men. Yeah. That's pretty All right. Too. Well, going back to Dracula a little bit. Uh, and it, it's interesting to note that they actually chose the original uh, film portrayal of Dracula here, uh, Bela Lugosi, uh, playing the character. little fun fact about Bela Lugosi when he played Dracula in the original uh, Dracula film uh, Bella Lugosi did not speak uh, a word of English, but he only learned English for this movie. So every single bit of dialogue that he has, he learned specifically how to say in English. Otherwise, he... That's why his accent's so heavy. Exactly. Because he fucking That's really doesn't know English. And I mean, this guy's he's the ultimate betrayal. I mean, whenever you think of Dracula, you think of Bella Lugosi. You think of, good evening, I am Count Dracula. You know, he's got the cape, he's got the suave, all that stuff. I love classic Dracula. Um, in fact, coming off this Halloween, I always like to do like a little movie marathon with people. And one of the themes I wanted to do this year was uh, vampire films. And uh, I Twilight. think we're going to watch the original Dracula. The original Twilight? And it's really, we're not watching the original Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> the original Dracula is not that long. It's only a little over an hour long. But it is a classic piece of cinema, which if you're even into horror film or film at all, it, it's mandatory viewing at least once. I know it's an old movie and you kids today don't like black and white films, but I love the original Dracula. And I can truly understand why he's number three. Really iconic. So here we are moving to number two. 
it's very obvious here. Here we go. The Joker. The Joker. Yes. And you know what? I, I get it. The Joker. What is, do we even say about this? I okay. Mean, the exactly. Joker is the Yang to the Yang of Batman. He's awesome. He has unlimited resources and unlimited intelligence, and he always pulls off crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the Joker. I mean, he's he's a character who's been around for so long now, almost as long as Dracula, and that's weird, man. To think that this guy has existed for so long, since the 40s. It's amazing that this villain has stood the test of time, been reinterpreted in so many different ways, and still manages to be like relevant to Batman. It's, it's amazing. And he's been portrayed by so many different people. Cesar Romero in the 50s. You have freaking Jack Nicholson as the iconic Joker from the 1989 Batman film. Of course, everyone loves Heath Ledger as Batman. Uh, I think you mean Batman the Joker. As the Joker. Uh, freaking Mark Hamill, I, I think, is the, the best portrayal of the character, especially due to his uh, voice acting skills. And most recently, we had Jared Leto, who played an okay version of the character. But even still, even with Jared Leto phoning it in half the time, the Joker still manages to have so much presence about him. And it's because of how different he really is from Batman. Batman is this dark figure. The Joker is a fucking clown. These two things do not mix whatsoever, and ironically, the clown is the bad guy. It's just... The, the creator of Batman, just genius idea that he came up with. And I don't even think he realized at the time what he had done, but he ended up creating what I thought was honestly going to be number one on the list. Mm, I mean, the see. Joker is just... So crazy, but let's go ahead and move to number one, and oh. I know, I know it has to be Darth Vader! That is right, freaking Darth Vader is number one. Uh, it's kind of hard to disagree with this one being a Star Wars fan. I mean, he is a tragic hero that fell to the darkest depths, you know? I mean, it's it's a good it's a good pick, you know? And he's a badass, yeah, fucking I mean, half-robot man. Darth Vader is, he's basically a Greek tragedy, yes. you know, in, in soap opera sci-fi form. And uh, he's so iconic, you know, just the way the character sounds is iconic, his breathing, his voice, the freaking lightsaber, the suit, his very presence alone is going to get people excited for the upcoming Star Wars Rogue One film. I remember seeing that big trailer they released like a month ago, like just, just seeing the back of Vader's head for like two seconds like sent me into a massive fanboy mode, like just everything about Vader is perfect. I love him. I wouldn't say completely perfect, I mean... Anakin Skywalker <laughs> in the uh, in the uh, the prequel movies obviously was not a perfect portrayal of the character, but it gave you a firmer understanding of where he came from. Uh, but Vader is just just classic and perfect, and I think James Earl Jones, the voice of the character, is truly what sort of has brought him to life and made him a larger than life villain and sort of like the standard for how to do villains. I mean, Darth Vader is such a good villain that in the brand new Star Wars films they created a new villain whose whole shtick is that he's obsessed with being Darth Vader. They knew that there was no way that they could actually top him, so they had to create someone who would try to be him. And that it's, is why Darth Vader is so amazing. Yeah, it's almost like uh, the uh, Kylo Ren character is just like a fan trying to be Darth Vader and mm -hmm. failing, but everyone almost calling him on it, you know? And uh, mm -hmm. so it's an interesting uh, callback to that character. Obviously, it's his grandfather, too. So, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But interesting. Dark Vader. I mean, he. there is no doubt down to his breathing, to his appearance. He has a presence. Exactly. I mean, and he'll fucking kill you. Super destructive. Yeah. 
incredibly commanding presence to the point where everyone he works with is completely batshit scared of him. I mean, he's just... Well, he has the right to kill them at any point in time. And I love it, too, because just like the rest of the original Star Wars, he's a villain that can appeal to pretty much any culture because of just the way he's designed and he carries himself. Like, he kind of looks like a samurai in some senses, but he also kind of looks like a skeleton. He kind of looks like a robot. He uses a sword. Like, this is a villain that is going to send a shiver down the spine of any culture that views it, and that's what makes him such a universally perfect villain. He looks good. So that is the top 20... I guess we did the top 25. There's a there's a 100, though, so check yeah, it out. So check out uh, IGN's top 100 villains list. Uh, you'll and... be surprised at some of the choices. Um, some of them you like. Some of them you might not like, but but it's interesting to see nonetheless. You won't, you won't be able to find it very easily, though, because uh, I couldn't, you know, but that's just me. I'm watching a clip of this stupid Dracula Untold movie. It's not good. <laughs> Just the clip alone is bad. It's very dark. Whoever exposed for this movie sucked. I mean, it has to be. It's a, it's a fucking Dracula movie. How many people are Draculas in this movie? Why is everyone turning? I guess they're all vampires? I I guess. I don't know. Whatever. We're We're just watching a bunch of people fucking get fried in the sun. They're all vampires, apparently. I don't know much about the history of Dracula too much. All I know is I watched the original Dracula movie a number of times. Um, but vampire genre is definitely not one of my favorites. Um, but it is one that I do respect in some senses. Ugh, that movie sucked. Okay, so, yeah, look at this. Some new photos of the Transformers The Last Night set. Way past the point of caring on this. Yeah, look at that. Who cares about the humans? Why is that? I don't the... give a shit about any human in the Transformers. Whenever they whenever they try to promote these movies, about this crotch they shot? always announce the actor. Oh, God, is that Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, dude. He's got a mullet. Oh, man, he does. He looks like fucking Snake. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I guess that's the new form of Megatron, still continuing to look nothing like the classic Megatron. Uh, okay, last thing before we got to go. All right, last thing we're going to end on today, guys, is this. Check s- out this hot EDM track made from just rubber chicken sounds. Oh, my God. You ready for this, Corey? I'm ready for I'm this. I'm going to turn this up on. so our people can hear it. So people are, like, squeezing these rubber chickens. And there's, like, four of them doing different rhythms. And the beat's about to drop. The beat's about to drop. Anyway, I don't even know if that was interesting to you guys. <laughs> wow, that was fucking awful. <laughs> Had well, to end on a high uh, note. I want to rip my fucking ears off, but uh, guys, that's today's show. Uh, we didn't get around to every single topic that we wanted to, but the fact that we were able to actually record this today is just a fucking miracle. Uh, so thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, as we wrap up, I just want to go ahead and take a moment to thank our network, Rogue Intel. These guys are awesome. They're the ones who allow us to make this show, so make sure to check out their other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. It's not going to cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network network remember if you guys are watching this on youtube you can download this show for free check out the links in the description box below you can take the powerful nerdcast with you wherever you go and i'd also like to thank our other sponsor coca-cola taste the feeling yes that's right (laughs) coca-cola 
Taste the Feeling, also brought to you by McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are loving it. What we're basically saying is we want more free shit. Coca-Cola, send us free products. I don't even care if it's We're not even sponsored by those companies, but we feel if we just start saying it, maybe they will. Maybe it will. (laughs) We'll have to see. That's the Simpsons philosophy. We need corporate overlords immediately for this show. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what this show needs. Yes. But uh, make sure to join us next time, guys. Uh, we still have a lot of important to- uh, topics to talk about. We want to hear your topic ideas, so make sure to tell us in the comments section. If you guys have any questions for us, please leave us those as well. Thank you guys again for joining us, and we will see you next time. The Powerful Nerdcast is out.